Well, welcome everybody to episode six of Meet the Missionaries, a podcast of Shady Grove Presbyterian Church in beautiful Durwood, Maryland, where we seek to glorify God and to share with you some of the ways in which he is working around the globe. And right here at home, I am Pat Young from the Missions Committee at Shady Grove. And joining us in the studio today is Sarah Locos. She is an FCA staff member here in Montgomery County, Maryland. She is a former uh, collegiate gymnast and actually, I think, a lifelong member of this church. I feel like I've known you since you were much smaller than you are. Not that you're particularly big now, but you were you were even <laughs> smaller when I first first met you. So welcome uh, to the show, Sarah. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Oh yeah, it's our it's our pleasure. And so one of the things that that we love to do on this podcast uh, is start off by just telling us a little bit about. Um, how you came to faith. Yeah, for sure. I, well, I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up going to church and I honestly don't remember exactly when I made the decision to follow Jesus. I know I was a child. Uh, Youth group was a huge part in my life for just growing my faith and really starting to make it my own. And I think it was really in college uh, the first time that I felt like I had to stand up for my faith or make decisions based off of what I believe to be true and what it just really meant to have a relationship with Christ and have my identity in Christ. So it's kind of an ongoing type of testimony, but definitely became a believer when I was a child. Yeah. And then how did you go from from that journey, which is, you know, that's a not uncommon, you know, thing that we hear for sure, to deciding, well, not only do I want to be a Christian, live as a Christian, but want to to make vocational ministry something that I'm, I'm involved in. This is sort of my life's pursuit at this point. How did you come to that? Yeah, I never really thought about going into missions. Uh, That's not something that really ever crossed my mind. Um, with FCA particularly, uh, my family was involved when I was growing up. I personally didn't get involved until college. Hmm. So FCA had a huge role in my faith. My freshman year of school, I was going through injuries. Um, I was on the gymnastics team, and that was kind of what my whole life had been, Mm -hmm. was gymnastics and reaching that collegiate level. And so when I found out um, that first fall that I was going to be medically disqualified. It kind of crushed crushed me a little bit. It, um, that had been my goal, my dream my whole life. And then all of a sudden it was taken away. And so FCA actually, as funny as it is, helped me from um, just the transition of being an athlete to not being an athlete anymore. And that's kind of what made me realize that my identity had been in sport and what I was good at and not in Christ. Um, So FCA had a special place in my heart um, just from that experience, um, even though I I knew about it growing up. Uh, And then senior year of college rolls around. Um, I hadn't really done anything else with FCA since my freshman year, and I'm about to graduate, and I just have no idea what I want to do. Mm. Um, So I had interned for Shady Grove for a few summers in college working with the youth group, and I really, I loved working with youth. I loved that piece of ministry. Um, so that kind of, I guess, uh, just gave me the first taste of ministry was interning for the church. And so um, when I'm close to graduation and don't know what I'm doing with my life, um, FCA just kept coming up in a number of ways. And my parents actually encouraged me to look into it. 
And so I started reading more about FCA, learning what it would be like to be on FCA staff. I still wasn't sure I really wanted to do that. Like I said, I never really considered vocational missions. Um, so I just decided to start the very beginning of the process, which was filling out an online application and um, just answering some of those questions. I, I don't know, I just had this sense of peace and this understanding for the first time of just the life I had lived as an athlete, my injuries and other things um, that had um, just impacted my faith so much. I felt for the first time that it all kind of made sense that this is where God was calling me to. Um, and yeah, that's how I came on FCA staff. And there's so so much good about that story that I really like and that, that resonates and, and that we see so many times in the lives of believers. Because I, I would bet, and you tell me if I'm, I'm wrong, that if you went back to maybe before your injury as a freshman, that you would have said that you were living for Christ, potentially, right? And you didn't recognize like what role, maybe an outsized role sports had taken, right? I think there's always things in our lives where we feel like we've got them in the box where they belong and maybe they get bigger than they need to be and how it's some, some pain point, some suffering that God uses to kind of reorient us and grow us. And, and uh, just how the other thing that I like in that, that story is like you didn't make giant decisions all at once. Like you sort of heard God's calling and like would take the next sort of step in faith, but just the next step. You're not running 10 steps ahead. You're like, okay, I'm going to take this next step. Let's see where this, this goes. But like it's, it's, it's that light to our path that you're following, I think, that is really um, a good message for people who are listening, listening to this, right? That it isn't always obvious all, all at once. I think many of us feel like, you know, missionaries get anointed in some obvious yeah. way. Like, here's this, and you're like, no, it was, a, it was a series of things that kind of led you there, which I think is, is good for folks to hear. So now, now that you're in it, and you've been in it for, for how long have you been working for the FCA now? Six years. Six years, okay. So you sort of have your, your rhythm now, and yeah. so... Um, what what does that look like? You've been through a lot of changes in the ministry, I'm sure. What is what is your typical maybe week or month look like now? What kind of things are you doing? Yeah, so I it's really hard to answer the question. What does a typical day look right. like? <laughs> um, I'm sure that's the case for a lot of missionaries. Um, I should every, get rid of the question. Every, <laughs> You're right. That's not a great no, question. But every, every day is different. So um, every month is different. It just kind of depends what's going on. So during the school year, a lot of our ministry is focused on campus ministry. So here in Montgomery County, that's middle school and high school campuses. During the summer, camps are a huge part of our ministry. So while we're even in camp planning now, um, during the summer, camps are our focus. Um, so it really just depends on the season that we're in. We serve specific sports teams. Um, I'm working with our student leaders that lead their FCA clubs on their campus. Um, so each day is just, uh, it's a little different. And how much, as you're leading those campus leaders, how much individual discipleship and stuff like that, helping them grow, is that part of what you're doing or is that is that less of a part? than? Yeah, I would say that's uh, probably one of the biggest uh, roles for me in our campus ministry. Uh, since we are on the public school campuses, everything has to be student-led. And so my role is to equip and empower our student leaders to be able to lead FCA on their campuses, to be able to share the gospel and just reach their schools. So I'm, I'm much more doing the behind-the-scenes behind work of just pouring into them and being able to empower them to then go share Christ with their campuses. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And one of the things you were talking about the summer camps. One of the things that I was very excited to see this year was the addition of the All Abilities Camp, which I think was new this year, right? That was the first year you all had done. Yeah, that, that was the first year. Yeah. So can you tell folks listening who might not be familiar what that what that program is, what that's about? Yeah. So this year in particular, FCA has the theme of every, and our idea in our mission statement is to reach every coach and athlete. So we've really been taking a step back to look at what every athlete and coach means. Um, And so all abilities is our uh, just track to reach athletes with cognitive or physical disabilities. Um, So that's growing around the world um, through FCA particular. So in Montgomery County, we did our first camp that had an all abilities piece to it. And that's something that I've wanted to do for a long time. A few years ago, I was actually on a trip with FCA to Malaysia and we were helping with a sports camp there. And I had a girl with Down syndrome in my, in my small group. And that's the first taste of just all abilities ministry that I got. And I really wanted to bring it back here. And so I know across Maryland, I think we had five or six camps for the first time that served uh, athletes with disabilities uh, this summer. And so right here in our county, we just we added that piece to an already existing camp. So one of our power camps, which is for kids second grade through eighth grade, uh, we added the all abilities piece. So we invited athletes with intellectual disabilities to join us and have a just be a part of camp to hear about Jesus and learn more about sports so it was awesome yeah that sounds like it I mean it's it's interesting how we don't notice what we're not noticing right who we're not including who's getting marred and I think it's not just within like ministry like you're doing but even within the church I think there are people who are probably on the periphery who we could be more inclusive with um, but our eyes have to kind of be open to yeah. it, like you were describing. I'm reminded of the, I was reading in John this week about the guy born blind, and people are like, we think that's the guy who was blind before. He, they probably hadn't noticed him. He's over begging on the side, mm-hmm. and we kind of tend to ignore those those sorts of people. And so I think it's great that you guys are doing that. I'm sure you learned a lot <laughs> through oh, that yeah. being the first time, you know, some, and there'll be some, some adaptations and things, but that's, yeah. that's really exciting. So, you know, one of the things that... Um, that, that has been a big point for a lot of the folks that we've talked to has been the changes, uh, you know, in and around the pandemic, which, you know, mostly where I think we're open back up. Um, but for you guys with, with schools, that must have been particularly challenging since that was one of the primary, I mean, like nine months out of the year, that's the primary focus of your, your ministry. So how did you all adapt to that? Yeah, uh, we adapted like everyone else using Zoom and virtual methods of reaching people it was definitely a challenge um yeah i don't i think students coaches athletes nobody really wanted another virtual call or zoom call so we continued doing our huddles and our fca meetings through through zoom but i think what what was honestly the best part was just being able to start building relationships individually with those students. I think a lot of people were lonely. A lot of people just wanted somebody to talk to. So even just texting or just different things, um, that actually kind of grew from, from COVID, but there were a lot of things that, 
was kind of a time to step back, uh, start working on some behind the scenes things and just uh, looking forward to when things did open back up. Yeah. It was very different. Yeah, well, I'm certainly glad that they have. That's that's yeah, for sure. Yeah, me too. And then when when you're working with youth, have you noticed any trends, things where you're like, boy, this is particularly encouraging with me and my work, or this has been a particular challenge maybe that I didn't anticipate and now that I'm having to kind of manage and deal with? Or Yeah, I think something that's really encouraging is just the number of students that are willing to just really own their faith. I mean, mm. I know when I was in high school, I was a Christian. I was scared to tell my friends I went to church sometimes, you mm. know? It was just something that I didn't necessarily feel that my friends or my peers were my mission field. And yet I get mm. to work with these high school students that view their school as their opportunity to to share the gospel as their mission field. So that is really encouraging, especially for kids so young. Um, something that's, I think, been really challenging that I wouldn't necessarily have thought of coming on FCA staff is that people are busy, especially around here. Right. So just um, for students or coaches, you know, they go to work, they go to school, they have practice, they have homework, they have, if they're coaches, they have families. So just navigating... Uh, wanting to serve them and pour into them and share the gospel with them, but not overwhelm them or add more things to their plate necessarily. So finding that balance of um, respecting their time and no, I don't, uh, and just being able to work with them well, but not, I don't know, people are already overwhelmed and super busy, so I don't want to like add to their schedules. So that's been really hard to right, navigate. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. And I think you're right, particularly in Montgomery County, over scheduling, like running from sport to music to academics to test yeah. prep to whatever it is, depending on what level they are. Having now a high school senior myself, it's it's a busy yeah. It's a busy time. Plus I had jobs or whatever else people For might sure, be, yeah. be doing. Yeah. And so what are I'm sure there's a lot of, of answers to this, but like when you think about the great joys that you've experienced in this over the last six years, what are some of the highlights that, that stand out to you? Yeah, um, I mean, the overarching highlight would just be seeing people's lives actually change. And so whether that's them making a decision to follow Jesus for the first time, I mean, we have a number of stories where a student invited their friend to FCA and they heard the gospel for the first time. They got invited to youth group from FCA by someone. They started going to church and... They later made that decision to follow Jesus. And even their families, you know, their families tend to get involved in church after that as well. So that's obviously one of the biggest highlights. But I think some other things, too, are just seeing uh, seeing students in their faith grow. Um, they go from, yeah, sure, I, I want to lead FCA or I want to reach people for Christ. But being really unsure, not not confident about leading or starting a club that talks about Jesus to then, you know, a year goes by or just even later in the semester, they they really change their view of, like I said before, like their, their school is their mission field. So just watching their ideas of their faith really change and how they can reach people right in their area has been really cool. And then... Um, yeah, I mean, there's a number of stories from camps that just amaze me, just what God has done through people. So, yeah, I could just have to say, just seeing people's lives actually transform. 
It's been yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is the put, point, right? Not to put too fine a point. That's kind of where it's all all headed, which is amazing and, and great. Yeah. And I, I think you know, like my personal testimony. I mean, that's how I came to know Christ was through the FCA when I was oh. in in junior high. Like oh, I was cool. the first coach Osborne, who was the wrestling coach. I was a soccer player, basketball player, but he was the guy who was leading. He was like the staff, um, and he told us. You know, you can't just listen to what people tell you. You have to open the Bible. You have to read for yourself yeah. and see what God is, is saying to you. And I really, although I had been going to church my whole life, I never really thought, like, I should do that. <laughs> I should read yeah. the Bible for myself. I'm like, that sounds like a good idea. Let me do that. And that really is where uh, God God spoke to me and was like, no, this is a decision you have to make. Like, it's not your parents' faith, mm-hmm. right? I think I would have told you that I was a Christian at that yeah. time because, yeah, that's what we are, right? We're Christians, you know, and we're Americans and we're Southerners and we're like, <laughs> oh, everybody's a Christian, right? So it turns out yeah. no uh, is the answer to that. Yeah, um, and I think that's kind of the neat thing about FCA of we just, we actually physically get to meet people where they're at. And I think for for middle school students or high school students, realizing that, but just like you were saying, like your faith is not just Sundays at church or with your family or whatever, but it can impact, it should impact every area of their life. And that means school and sport and music or whatever else they do. Right. Yeah. The way we talk about it in, in medicine, as I say, that Christian is the base. And so rather than saying you're a Christian doctor, you're a doctor Christian, right? You, you Christian is the main thing you are yeah. and everything else is a modifier of that as opposed to the other way around it, like tacking your Christianity onto whatever it else yeah. is the focus of your life, right? That should be Christ is should be the focus of your life. Definitely. Yeah, no, I agree with that hundred percent. Uh, and and because you are, I mean, certainly FCA is a national ministry, but we're talking about your local branch here. And this is mostly a podcast. While I hope it's listened to nationwide, it's probably <laughs> mostly people from Shady Grove and the friends yeah. of people from Shady Grove. So, what are ways that they could get involved with the SCA, help you out, help other parts of the, the ministry out? Yeah. Well, there is three main ways to be involved. Um, one that's very powerful, but also pretty easy is just through prayers. Um, and we even have a we have a prayer team that gets sent prayer requests if they sign up okay. uh, once a month. Um, but also just reaching out, seeing how how you can pray. I know on my newsletter, I'll send out prayer requests each month as well. Um, so prayer is huge. Uh, we also have volunteer ministry. I mean, there is um, two of us full time staff in Montgomery County. Three or two part three part-time um, right now, and there's a million people here. And so right. <laughs> <laughs> everything we do is through our volunteers, whether those are students or adult volunteers. So there's a number of ways to get involved in speaking or serving or, I mean, even our 5K we have coming up, just various ways to volunteer. And then lastly is funds um ministry can't happen without money and money often (laughs) helps us um just propel the ministry forward and so there's a number of different ways to give as well to give to to me personally or any of our staff personally but also to certain projects we're doing or specific huddles in schools and things like that that's great and i know right now it's we're recording in september and it'll be released hopefully soon so i think the football Breakfast yeah. or a big volunteer opportunity mm-hmm. in, in the near term future. The 5K you mentioned is 12 November, yep, November, I think, and it's called the Orchard 5K. If yeah. people want to look that up, that's the name of it. Is the Orchard 5K, um, and then you know you it dovetails nicely into the the prayer. So how how can we be praying for you and for the FCA as we as we close up? 
Yeah, so with the school year just starting, um, we're, we're just working on getting our campus ministry up and running. So please be praying for our, our student leaders um, as they're committing to leading FCA this year. I'll just be praying that they... Just God is just giving them a heart to really serve their campus. So giving them the courage to do that it takes a lot of courage to do that, and just giving them the right the right people to put in place so that they feel comfortable leading FCA. Um, we can be praying for you mentioned our football breakfast. So we're serving seven football teams currently across the county with um, breakfast on Saturday mornings, and then we'll bring in a speaker. Um, some of them are allowed to speak about faith and others. It's more character and leadership based. Um, so just praying for those opportunities. My prayer for those is really just that we'll be able to build relationships through them, relationships with the coaches as well as the players, um, and just get people get people involved. You know, we want those relationships to to last. We get to partner with churches through that. So we want these kids to, to know what churches are around their schools and then... Um, we also just, yeah, we want those conversations and relationships to end up being, allowing us to share the gospel with them. So those are a few specific ways. Um, for me personally, we, we are entering the end of the year, which is a huge um, time for, for fundraising. So just prayers for, for God's continued provision. As right. we start that process, and I can tell how reluctant the, the listeners can't tell how reluctant she is to, to, to ask for that. So, but that that is important, right? That is a, a yeah. part of how things work, uh, you know, in modern America. You know, money is is needed to kind of get things done. Yeah. Um, you yeah. know, not to forego prayers and certainly volunteer and things like that. But that's you know, it is a three legged stool. I think it in, is. in that way, <laughs> yeah. you, you need all the legs. So, well, you've given us a lot to think about, a lot to be encouraged about, some things to pray for. Uh, and so, I just want to thank you again, Sarah Locos from the FCA, for being here. This has been Meet the Missionaries, a podcast of Shady Grove Presbyterian Church. I'm Pat Young. Our audio engineer uh, is Becca Locos, and our theme music is Details by Reflex Emba. Uh, and thanks, listeners, for taking time out of your valuable day. We hope it was as much of a blessing for you as it was for us. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast. Feel free to like it, review us, share it with your friends. We would love to hear from you. Uh, And until uh, next time, God bless.